Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Indeed, the independent wrestling podcast. I'm Mike Hamley, here once again on Fightful Overbook with Righteous Reg to talk some indie wrestling to you. How's it going, Reg? How are you doing this week? It's your boy, your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster, Righteous Reg in the building for Indeed. I'm feeling pretty good. Just got done with a pretty lengthy Ask Grab City. If you haven't seen that, uh, get to... Uh, Fightful uh, Select. Check it out. Had fun. Talk some hip hop. Talk some wrestling. And today we are here to talk some independent wrestling. Very excited about our show today because we're talking about a crazy, amazing show that just happened. And we're going to get into that very soon. How are you doing today, Mark? I'm doing really good. Uh, speaking of Ask Grabs, I, I was just watching it before mm-hmm. we went live here. And uh <clears throat> Something you guys are talking about almost had me take a sick day. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, some some BTE if it were to take place in the oh, WWE God, universe. I'm hurt. That, I, uh, that, I haven't recovered. That was uh, that was insane. That was cr- hurtful. Kind of gross. It was cra- crazy talk. But Phil was going all the way in too. I'm like, also, don't do like, this. Also, like really funny, but like hilarious mental visual. But like, no, I'm. Mm-hmm. But awful if it was real. Yeah, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about some independent wrestling. And the one, so while I was watching Ask Rhapsody, I was also scrolling on Twitter as one does when you know they're kind of killing time. Um, ooh, someone in chat. I never saw the Ask Rhapsody link post on Patreon. Is it somewhere else now? Uh, it was on Patreon. You just gotta scroll down a bit. There, if there was any news posts that came out, they'll like be above it. But it was definitely in there because. Uh, that's how I got the link to watch it in my browser uh, on my computer. So, Sweet. yeah. Uh, but yeah, as I was scrolling Twitter while Ask Rhapsody was on, I saw an announcement for a match. And I knew when I saw it, I hoped you hadn't seen it because I haven't seen it. if you watched last week's show, <clears throat> uh, we I happened to catch an announcement that uh, that happened during the show. Uh, Reg got really excited, made <laughs> a fantastic noise. Um, and it was about Shout out Mike- to Michael Oku. He's dope. He's yeah. dope. I'm excited yeah. about that. Yeah. Thank you, Michael Oku, for uh, clipping that and tweeting it. It was fantastic. Really um, cool. This one, I don't know if you're going to make the same noise, but uh, Circle Six has been teasing a lot of fucking wild match announcements. And uh, this one they have uh coming up for march 19th at uh their skiered show in la it will be uh bobby beverly mm. versus uh vinnie massaro mm. vinny in a taipei death match I thought Vinny wasn't into any of this hardcore shit he put out a video that said he wasn't gonna do none of this <laughs> This well, is amazing. I love Vinny in the Taipei death match. Don't do a lot of Taipei death matches in independent wrestling, in wrestling at all. Like the most famous ones, probably uh, Axel versus Ian Rotten in ECW. That's the one that always comes to my brain. But Vinny just did a promo on Circle Six saying he wasn't going to do none of that hardcore shit. Keep him away from this. And for him to go to that, to a Taipei death match, is amazing. Looking forward to it. Vinny is doing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Vinny, also want to, any wrestlers are watching WrestleMania weekend, Vinny is doing a very cool thing uh, out in LA. If you're a wrestler, he's doing like a, he's calling it a a wrestling combine, essentially. Come in, come in, 
Vinny's a booker for multiple wrestling companies, I've heard. So he has a lot of influence. If you uh, want to get in front of a booker that can get you booked in some really cool places or just get in front of uh, uh, if you think you want to up your game, do whatever you needed to do. You're going to be in L.A. for WrestleMania weekend, possibly. Definitely respond to Vinny in the uh, uh, Twitter or Facebook or online or whatever in Circle Six and the people that are doing the things out there. It's going to be super interesting. If you're a wrestler and you got time, you definitely should check it out. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, Vinny, you know, I've heard he booked several promotions. Several. Several. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was one of my favorite days on Twitter. I loved it. <laughs> you, know, loved you, know you know how you like remember some days on Twitter? Mm hmm. Totally. Yeah, that's one that, of them. That's one of those ones that's gonna hang around for a while for me. Mm -hmm. Uh some other match announcements. I might as well just you know do them over here. Yeah. Uh saw some other cool ones today. We talked about Revolver last week, so they announced some stuff for their uh next two shows. Uh in April, they have a show on a Thursday again. It's called Thursday. And it looks kind of like it's Wednesday themed, like the the Netflix show. So that's kind of fucking gotcha. Cool. I like it. Um so one of them is uh, the birthday girl today, Ali Catch, uh, is going to wrestle Miyu Yamashita. Mm, that's a big deal. Shout out to Ali. Happy birthday, first. Second of all, that's a great match. She's been getting put into situations like this very recently with uh, top of the professional wrestling women's areas. Uh, so any test where Ali is great, Miyu has just been going insane in all of her American matches. So I'm sure that's going to yeah. be another good one. Yeah, she's over for like Prestige Roseland and stuff too, mm -hmm. again coming up. I saw that. Remember, we yeah. were talking about that recently, how she's like a part of the roster essentially. And here she's back. <laughs> yeah, she's like at Prestige all the time. She just feels like she's she's like from, you know, the Pacific Northwest. She's like, an or she's an Oregon based wrestler when she comes to America. <laughs> so funny. Uh, another uh, another one for that Thursday show is the the Wrestling Revolver debut of the Bounty Hunter, Brian Keith. Yes. Which let's go baby that's yeah. amazing we are uh fans of brian keith here to say Big the least. Fans. Mm -hmm. uh and then their their show is saturday march 4th that that's another crazy weekend mm -hmm. that uh that revolution weekend oh this, yeah there's a lot going on this is in iowa and the show's just happening also on saturday march 4th but you have uh the uh ace and bay bullet club mm. versus the rascals Versus SGC for the Revolver uh, tag titles. So. That's a fire match. Everybody in there is uh, Ace and Bay have been tearing mm -hmm. it down. All the shit they've done in New Japan is insane. But the shit that they've been doing in Revolver has been super awesome. Everything's been lit. Uh, the Rascals are one of the best tag teams in the whole world. Everything that they do is amazing. Uh, Trey, Miguel, and Revolver is like uh another i don't know why he goes so he goes so hard everywhere he goes but it feels like in revolver it's extra so seeing yeah. uh, uh the rascals in the match is great and the second gear crew you know anytime that they're in a match look for something high for mass to jump off look for some doors look for some blood uh it's a great recipe for a match honestly yeah they uh sgc and rascals had a trios match mm-hmm uh, two weeks ago, and last week it was my number one of my top five. Yep, they exactly. It was one of the most wildly entertaining things I've seen in a long time. Uh, SGC matches, they, you know, they're really kind of classic, uh, mm -hmm. classic arena brawl. You know, yeah. like 
ECW. Uh, they're new, new. They're the new New Jack, essentially. No music. If their music played the whole time, but you're gonna get that type of thing of like, oh, it's yeah. gonna be wild when their match comes on. No matter what promotion it is, no matter what's going on, their match is gonna be crazy. Yeah, it's. I'm. I'm really. I'm expecting pretty much a very similar match, but probably just a whole other level of fucking craziness to it because you know you have Ace and Bay who are insane. Exceptional guys can do things that I've never even imagined wrestlers can do. Yeah, and I'm 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 excited to see them apply their like the way the Rascals apply their style kind of into like the SGC Mm -hmm. environment. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see uh, Ace and Bay also get to do the same thing with the same circumstances, and then also the Rascals involved as opponents too, because then there's that dynamic. Exactly, that's just going to be whole fucking crazy, whole crazy Mm -hmm. match. yeah, Revolver's doing a lot of that with the the match dynamics. It's been mm-hmm. those are those are my favorite matches. You know, like yeah. I, I love Styles Clash. Yeah, uh, totally. It's so fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. But like talking about like Styles clashing the uh, the show we're here to talk about today specifically. Well, two shows, but Saturday was wild. The it was the return of the Jersey J Cup, which last took place in like 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to mention who won that one, mm. but I'm past forward, past one, past <laughs> winners have included uh Jay Lethal, Super yep. Dragon, Loki, mm-hmm. Grim Reefer, uh, Rhett Titus, Mike Quest won it. Um, and yeah, so GCW and JCW they've uh they brought it back. They've resurrected the tournament and like they're continuing the tradition of you look at the, I like, I looked at the brackets of past years to come up with that list of winners that I just mm-hmm. rattled off. Um, and looking at the brackets, I'm like, there's so many people in this where I'm like, they could have won that. And that yep. same fucking thing this year. Mm-hmm. Like I, I couldn't have predicted a winner going into it. Just no, I didn't, I didn't know. I it. like, I, I even the winner, the eventual winner, I I didn't predict that at all, and it make, makes a lot of sense. This is funny, you know, when you when you intro this little show we're talking about, you said something about styles clashing, and that's what I thought was super interesting about this show here is that they the best part about this is nothing clashed though, like they all like they all have different styles, yeah. but everybody worked so well together. The pairings for all the matches were great and it feels like this tournament felt important and it feels like the wrestlers knew that and they like studied each other and there mm-hmm. was all these beautiful counters to everything we know and it it's just we're gonna really get into it but this yeah. this tournament was really great man yeah i guess that like styles clashing isn't really like a great term for it honestly because it's really mm-hmm. more when they blend together that is the yes, best part like exactly when you can watch a match and it's two people with completely opposing styles and they can go so far to one person's side of things and then so far to the other person's side of things but mm-hmm. then also find this middle ground where they're kind of you know they're painting with both brushes at the same time yeah that's that's the magic are, and there was top to bottom every match in this tournament like there was even one of the matches we'll get to you know what we'll we'll circle back to this one Mm -hmm. um i'll go ahead and get started with the so we do have top fives this week Mm -hmm. uh a couple of our matches are the same so 
you sent me your list and what i did was i just restructured my list so that, that the ones that are the same fall in the same spot yes which is very close anyway because your number one my number one and two were, were flipped mm-hmm. our number ones are like the same now mm-hmm. but i had originally it was number two for me yeah but it was like it's, it's a 1a 1b situation to me mm-hmm. anyway the match i want to start off with here is the uh it was it was a non-tournament match actually from the second day the second session of the tournament. I want to say day because these things normally feel it like it felt multi- like a, a totally like, different day, but no, it was like hours apart. <laughs> yeah, they, like tournaments always feel like multi like the, and they typically are like you think they like, usually the West, are. The West Coast Cup was two days. Mm-hmm. There was uh you know Bola is like two yep. days. Bola has been three days sometimes. It has been. Mm-hmm. Um, although like you know, then it gets you thinking about like shit like tournament of death and tournament yeah, i'm like that's a days, i'm like that's man. a one day tournament that's crazy dude. that's crazy if any tournament <laughs> probably should be two days it should be that and they like no they're gonna ble- i'm gonna bleed three times today almost I, to death you know what though I don't, I don't know i feel like probably for like the healing it might just be better ah, get just get it all way. over like with. get it yeah. all out of the way at once mm-hmm. i feel like it'd be way more fucked up to like it would to, be fun you have go. a crazy ass a 200 light tube match and then the next day you gotta like go back yeah i probably yeah. want to just all get it all in in one I shot don't know. anyway we might circle back to some deathmatch talk later when we're talking about what's coming up on the schedule this weekend. But yeah. uh, the, the non-tournament match is actually like my number five here. Mm-hmm. It was a four-way tag team match with uh, eliminated participants from the tournament and also a fourth team. Uh, so we had different youth, which was Jimmy Lloyd and Marcus Mathers. Mm-hmm. Uh, a cool pairing too, because like, Dylan McKay was in the tournament. He could have yep. just teamed with Marcus Mathers here, but exactly. we said we got Jimmy Lloyd with him, which I liked. Uh, we got the really awesome pairing of Alec Price and Dante Leone, mm-hmm. which both of these guys are just incredible in their own very For some ways. reason, that just really works together. Those it feels guys. like it does. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The Brat Pack, Starboy Charlie and Billy Starks, which mm-hmm. that makes so much sense. Uh one of the many variations of the Brat Pack, which yep. you know, we would also have uh, Nick Wayne hanging out in there with that. Mm-hmm. And then they all they were all taking on the SAT. So, Legendary. Yeah, there is a couple of reasons I love this match. Um, and one of them being like we had, uh, you know, all the eliminated participants from the tournament still getting a chance in the second session to kind of go out there and be like, hey, you, you know, you didn't get to see us ad- advance in round one, but, mm-hmm. you know. And then for the people, some people might just watch the second show. Yeah. I don't know why they would and not see the first, the people on the first show. So to get them yeah. in on both shows, to get the, get some eyes on them either way. Yeah. And it's cool. Cause it's a more like uh, a, a lot of the tournament matches are so serious with the stakes. Yes. Of, exactly. Like this is for the jersey. Like every match is, mm-hmm. you know, for the Jersey J cup, really, exactly. like, you know, a, like you're fighting to win every match for the purposes of winning this. Mm-hmm. Not just the Jersey J Cup, but also the winner is the Jersey Championship Wrestling Champion now. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it's a totally different vibe with this kind of match. It's, you know, like there's no stakes to it. It's just like, every, like everyone's out there having fun. But mm-hmm. then also you have uh, the SAT who are the, you know, the quote, the quote innovators of the modern style. Yeah. And they're in there in the ring with this like young crop of wrestlers who are mm-hmm. very much all currently 
Like the modern style is their style. They're modern wrestlers. Like you know? people in this match against the SAT are doing moves that the SAT brought to this to the game. Like yeah. this, some of the stuff wouldn't exist if it wasn't for these guys and the people that were directly inspired by them. They're in the match with. I love matches like that all the time where you yeah. get to see who inspired and who's still doing it. It's great to see who inspired is still being in the game at the top of the game because SAT can still go like back in the day. Honestly, yeah. Like take a drink every time you've seen a Spanish final match. <laughs> you better be some water because you're going to be dead if it's an if it's some liquor <laughs> yeah, yeah. and suddenly we all have a problem <laughs> seriously spanish why yeah like that move just in the show we like the this the first session show we've probably seen it five times you know what i mean so like... yeah <laughs> the very and like you know and then some of the variations on it now too are yeah fucking crazy right but uh as far as this match goes like i don't there's not i should there's okay there's a lot to talk about with it but it's like there's so much to talk about that like if i if i try if i sat here and said everything you can't do it justice and and, and if you if you could do it justice we'd have a five-hour show for you trying to break it all down it's a four-team tag match yeah it in gcw slash jcw no less so it's like it's essentially been a tornado style match yeah the entire way through mm-hmm. everyone is getting in there um doing reg's favorite spot of people are one at a time getting in there and hitting their shit in the and there's you know eight fucking people to go through here so and and then we proceeded from that to go to the like the same thing but with double team and like triple team moves and shit so at one point uh billy starks and starboy charlie had the sat both up in electric chair which like <laughs> i'm thinking about like jose maximo sitting on billy starks shoulders <laughs> yeah and alec and dante uh hit fucking blockbusters off the top Mm-hmm. on them it was like the whole match was just crazy sat wins you know they're they're not gonna let all these kids beat them come on now no way they're legends but yeah it's just it's all the chaotic fucking crazy fun of mm-hmm. you know a eight and or a four team tag it was an eight person tag basically the whole mm-hmm. time like it, it was just it was mayhem it was chaos but it was mm-hmm. like it was a nice adrenaline joy ride after Super serious, super serious, super Mm -hmm. serious, super serious, like every match, especially like those second and third round matches in Mm -hmm. that session were like Starboy Charlie and Joey Janela was like a 30 minute match. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was some some intense long time uh, fucking blood feud felt like matches going on earlier in the day. So to kind of get like a break from it was really great. It's great to see SAT again. I talked a little bit about red. Was that last week that I talked about red? Um, same shit here with the with the SAT. Yeah. All the stuff that I talked about with red right there in all those matches was the SAT. These guys have been innovating the wrestling game for 20 years now. Um, they might have been a part of the 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 other many of the other J Cups because they've been around for so long. So this is really awesome to see. I love seeing uh tag matches when you know. It's it's a great idea to have a tag match in a tournament that's all singles matches, you know, just to to kind of have something else going on. This is a great match. Yeah. And actually it's funny because like 
you know, going and looking at your list now, heading mm-hmm. into your number five. Very similar vibes. It's exactly, yeah, along the same lines. But there was a, like you said earlier, there was a little bit more stakes to this because my number five match was, oh, do you want to do, before we get to that, do you want to get to how many, uh, our new little segment here after we Um, say what our our matches of the week is? What, how many? I do uh, have, uh, yes. So uh, I have rated, we do have a rating system now here. Uh, Yes. it's indeed, you know, there's a, there's a general theme happening here. Mm-hmm. The, if you haven't noticed, current, I don't know if anybody has noticed. Regis Penn. Yeah. Um, so we, we, we are, we do have a, uh, a five scale rating system here. Uh, and I do give this, I do give this uh, four team tag a three out of five, uh, three and a half out of five pre-rolls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. We're rating out of pre-rolls. It's because <laughs> why wouldn't we? shock three and a half free rolls for that uh tag team match yes yes a solid eighth yeah (laughs) (laughs) that was really good i love it um but um yeah we can uh not be stoners for a second just kidding we're continuing to be stoners that was amazing um my number five match was the uh opening round scramble which featured six wrestlers vying for what they what was the final spot of the the tournament they just put six guys in there instead of uh instead of a one-on-one match which featured dylan mckay marcus mathers yoya uh dante leone cole radrick and how am I missing someone? Cole Radrick and um it was supposed was it Jack Hartwell? It was supposed to be Jack Hart. No, it was yeah, supposed, it was supposed to be Jack, to be Jack Hartwell. Jack Hartwell. It was but it was Grim Reefer. Yes. There you go. How could I forget Grim Past Reefer? Past tournament winner. He was a great, he was uh almost one of my favorite parts of the entire match. You know, if the Grim Reefer's in a match, you know what mm-hmm. Grim Reefer's gonna do. Especially it's great to follow up with our new um rating system with yeah, he- Grim Reaper because he represents exactly what it is that the ratings are. Uh, he's always going to have a pre-roll on deck, and here was no different. Busted out his pre-roll, lit that bitch up, and this guy, like, if you've never seen a Grim Reaper match, like, please watch it because this guy does spots with the pre-roll in his mouth. Like, it's lit, and he's puffing on it, and he's running, and he's jumping, and he's kicking, and he's doing springboard uh, front flips to the outside with this joint lit and it's still lit when he hits the ground it's amazing it's like uh something you would never see before it's a it's, it's a hood slam spot but not in hood slam you know it's great i love it he should be a part of hood slam why hasn't he been a part of hood slam he should be a part of hood slam but uh yeah this match was everything that i love about professional wrestling as righteous reg would say supreme spot food going on here everybody was busting out their shit at one point they all start hitting top rope maneuvers there's a uh, shooting star press 450 splash dante does his corkscrew swanton thing everybody's just busting out their shit it's wild it's breaking down it's going crazy this match was awesome though uh cole radrick ended up getting the victory but throughout the match he showed why he's one of the best in independent wrestling the way that he connects his spots the way that he um has put an emphasis on on being just you know, hungry, angry, wanting that, wanting to be next up on the independent wrestling best of list. 
uh, he really shows it here. Um, I liked everything about this scramble match. These guys are really fighting to earn a spot into the tournament, which is exactly what you would want to see in a match like this. Um, it was real. It was great. Uh, like I said, uh, Cole Radrick got the victory, um, earning a spot into the next round. I gave that first round match also three and a half out of five stars. Also a big eighth. Super fun match. Um, also kind of opposite of what's going on in this tournament because it's a scramble match, not a one-on-one match. Yeah. But they really did it. This is exactly what you would expect out of a GCW-style, JCW-style scramble, all that crazy shit i feel like uh we're gonna have to start a counter of how many times the gcw scramble makes one of our lists um yeah because like they i feel pretty much every time we cover something like that it's the the scramble that does it yeah it's like again like take a drink every time the gcw scramble is good Mm -hmm. scrambles in general i feel like i i feel like i haven't seen as it's pretty rare that they don't hit, honestly. When was the last time you watched a scramble match and you're like mid? Mm-hmm. Nah, I can't. I can't think no, about it. It's it's because they always put these like fucking crazy mm-hmm. athletic people in there, mm-hmm. and they're like. The best part is though, some of the wrestlers hate it so much when you <laughs> when oh, they yeah. get to the arena. It's like, oh, I got to wrestle five other guys. I'm in the and scramble. only get my spots in here and here. Yeah. So I understand both sides. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm lazy, but I feel mm-hmm. like that would be almost ideal. It's like, all right, I got, <laughs> I got, I just got to go in there. I have about three minutes of get, not like two minutes of getting, yeah, my two, shit min- in. two full minutes in the match, honestly. Yeah, I have two full minutes where I actually have to like get my shit in, and then the rest of the time I'm, you know, probably I still have to take someone's shit probably at least mm-hmm. once or twice, but like. What I'm standing outside to a lot of times you're just on the outside. Just I'm just waiting to catch people. They did, they, they did my favorite little spot in here to you get your shit yeah. in. One person in the ring come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I got yeah. it. I, I know why it has to happen. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> See, the thing is though, like, I, I it's like I know it's coming, but like I'm I'm I don't know. I I feel like I'm okay with it because I just know it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah like yeah. I'm like I'm prepared for this. Like I know uh, it's a it's a pop to crowd spot, so I'm not mad at it because it works every time. Like from oh, yeah. the from independent wrestling all the way up to the top, like in WWE, like that spot goes off. People love that shit. I just think it's kind of hokey and stupid, and they should figure out something else. But I know why it's there. Yeah, but the other thing too is like I I think part of that part of what you said there is the pop, the pop the crowd thing. Like for mm-hmm. I I almost guarantee like if you're there live, it's yeah it's bananas. You're just sitting yeah. there going. <gasps> Mm-hmm. All fucking time. It's back to back. Yeah, I get it. At home, it's like mm. you because you you know it's coming because you like you mm-hmm. have like you also it's like you have this like you know often very dialed back uh, at at indie shows right you know, hard cam that's like exactly you can see everyone kind of like almost like lining up to get ready to go mm-hmm. like oh so about like, to be my turn they're like yeah ho- they're like uh, crouched down yep. by the apron like looking <laughs> yeah. for their little moment we could see you you guys. Yeah, just doing. <laughs> yeah, just squatting in the corner, holding the rope. I love it. Waiting. Yeah. Independent wrestling never, never, never fails. But we love it. And we we just, love it. Consume it like fucking water. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so we're hitting our first shared match already. Yes, we are. Number four. Mm-hmm. Uh, opening round match, and this is what I wanted to circle back to earlier, which is kind of great. 
Yeah. Um, because we were talking how like you know it's two different styles blending together. This is Ares versus Commander. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, as much as it's two lucha wrestlers, it is like still totally two different styles. Exactly right, uh, mm-hmm. and that's what makes this again so cool. Is even within like the same umbrella of lucha, mm-hmm. you have Commander who is he runs the ropes. <laughs> like he they might as well be like normal (laughs) like a sidewalk for him he's just Mm -hmm. like i never thought we'd be able to describe a wrestler by being like he runs the ropes and not like you think he runs the ropes everybody runs the ropes you know that on the first day of wrestling school like no tight ropes them he's on the top rope running across the ropes he's insane in fact you know what i'll just skip right to it my gift of the week is commander what is he thinking of now? Is he going for the? Oh my God! Look at that! Phoenix. What? How do you? I don't like. And pra- like, who do you say? Okay, I'm gonna try this, and then you try that, running the ropes, springboarding off the next rope into a phoenix splash all in one motion. Like if you just did, if you separated the whole spots and just did one of those spots, it'd be nuts. Like if he just did the rope run, you'd be like, that's the craziest thing that I've ever seen. If he just did the springboard Phoenix splash, you'd be like, that's the craziest shit I've ever seen. But he puts it all together and does it as one fucking spot. What is, uh, is the human? Like, I don't understand how you could do that. Like, I don't have words for it. It's, <laughs> It's it it it's it's like the you know like the signature dish of indie just yeah. spot foo all over the place. Honestly, honestly. Uh, but it's again like it's a clash of these insane luchadors, both of them within their own you know like within their own unique bubble of lucha, where Commander is just this crazy rope walker. Uh, he's his balance is. We got to go through all the indeeds and see how many gifts of the week Commander has, because I'm pretty sure he's, he's had, leading the way right now. He, oh, he's got to be like, yeah, he's he's got to be like well in a well. He's the undisputed champion of yes. of gift of the week by mm-hmm. far. But just watching him is insane. Like the way he runs the ropes, but not only running the ropes, but like just the like jumping up and down between them. It's yeah like it's no different than watching like ray phoenix or even vikingo mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. he's the the shit he's doing on there is just from a completely it's, it's from a completely different planet mm-hmm. and then from an even further away galaxy is Ares. yeah and the way that he like he reminds me of no one Yes, like you can't compare what he does to anybody else. The no. way that he maneuvers into to moves and cartwheels mm-hmm. into tiger drivers and shit, and like I don't, no one wrestles like the way he uses his leg to wrap around the head and spin him around into the power bombs. Nobody does shit like this, and it's funny that you say the way that you said that they're both luchadors and like, but they're like totally different. Mm-hmm. They're like so like you just think, oh, two Mexican wrestlers. They're probably no, they like do totally different things. And the way that Commander has used rope walk, I just like my brain can't compute that that's 
how that's his spot. His spot says, I'm going to walk the ropes and do a shooting star press. I'm going to walk the ropes and do a Phoenix splash. And it's like, you're not supposed to be able to do that. And that he is a premier luchador that can do that. And he still does his dives, the fucking rope run into the, the one that he did here, the big turnaround corkscrew moonsault in the air that the camera couldn't even catch because he got so high. It's like, this mm. guy is a, 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 a generational outstanding crazy you have to see this talent honestly. yeah yeah it's he's the king of strange style is mm. his like moniker and it makes absolute sense it's just you know you were talking about the way he kind of like maneuvers into and out of things and it's mm. even when he has people in like submissions he's yeah he's like snaking in and out of moves and then also the way he's like bending and twisting people in these extra bizarre ways while he's doing his like doing submissions it's and then he's also kind of mastered the ropes like commander but yep. instead of like running he's out, different yeah he's like he just snakes in between them in and out like well like yeah it's like snake like you know it's, mm -hmm. it, just completely you know it's two different planets from like different galaxies you know it's bizarre this match really reminded me how um crazy it is that we get to see these luchadors um i don't know it's been a long time since like independent wrestling has been like a premier place for like luchadors like the best luchadors like there's all there's always been excursions there's always been people that came over but like to be able to see Commander, Vikingo, uh, Bandito, Flamita, all these guys like randomly on shows with other great wrestlers and like seeing these guys in their primes or haven't even hit their primes yet is insane. Like this is it, it reminds me of ECW in the fucking 90s when you would see Rey Mysterio and Psychosis and Juventude come over because they're the hottest fucking wrestlers in Mexico and then tear it down. And it's just like that now. We're seeing the hottest luchadors in the world come over and tear it yeah. up in tournaments like this. And we got places like GCW who's been bringing out incredible luchadors for years now and established them on the independent level. It's like, man, we are in, living in some great lucky times. And we're and thanks to that too. Like we're seeing them turn up on sh a lot of shows. Like West, yeah. West Coast Pro's got a lot of luchadors coming mm -hmm. out now. Well, they always really have, honestly. Like yeah, like, yeah. You know, like it. it it, but they're a promotion that you know regularly has lucha on their shows mm -hmm. uh but we're and you know prestige as well yep. we're seeing but we're seeing all you know it, like it feels like there's like you know you're seeing and commander and Arez are actually like two of the guys that you're seeing on a lot of promotions yeah they're America featured now. a lot it's, mm -hmm. yeah they're which is again it's fantastic um mm -hmm. you know can only lead to bigger and better things even for them Dude, they announced uh, announced for the gcw show here in la commander versus leo rush like mm -hmm. yo come on That's man crazy i am i can't believe that. i wish it wasn't so close to mania season and all that because i'd probably drive down there but that's crazy yeah and it's funny that you mentioned leo rush Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. because our next match is another one that we're tied on mm -hmm. and uh it is Leo Rush versus my favorite wrestler, Tony Devin. Yep. Yep. I busted out one of my Tony Devin shirts today. And I said, well, because I own multiple Tony Devin shirts, even up yeah, in Canada. As I was watching the show immediately after this match happened, I went to our 
messages to hit you up and be like, that was crazy. Like mm -hmm. the way that Tony Deppin can work with anybody is just like, there's not a lot of wrestlers. Uh, there's a lot of people that they think can do that and they think can work with everybody, but not like Tony Deppin, man. He just yep. brings out something so different in all the wrestlers. And my favorite thing, he works so well on both sides of the thing. When he's on mm. offense, he has really crisp looking offense. And actually, he's improving every time I see him. Like his knee strikes have getting, gotten better every single time he comes out. Like he's so precise with his stuff now. And then when he's on defense, when he's getting a beating, he takes everything so well. He sells so great. He just does all the little things that people kind of ignore. He focuses in on them and he does them really amazing. Tony Deppin is a, a great talent. And I'm hoping with this, the, the new launch of Ring of Honor, mm -hmm. feels like he's going to be playing a big part of it because he's already gotten a couple victories I see on like AEW Dark. Like they like yeah. him over there. And I he's think there that he's regularly play, too. Right. And they like him over there. So I think that he is going to play a big role in the new Ring of Honor, which I'm super excited about. Yeah, and you know what? Honestly, it's uh, it ma it makes sense. He is a former Ring of Honor TV champion. Exactly. And, uh, he wasn't even signed there when he won that. Exactly. Also, That's you how know, much people really believe in this guy, man. Exactly. Uh, you know, like I ha again, how can you not love watching what Tony Deppin does in the mm -hmm. ring? Um, I make no secret about it. Like, yeah, it's my favorite wrestler. I love watching the guy wrestle. And it's not, but the thing is, it's okay. Like, part part of it is, uh, I. I like heels. Yeah. I I have it, but it's particularly like the 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 cocky ones that will like they just won't you know they'll stop in the middle of a match, talk some shit to the crowd, mm -hmm. their opponent, the referee, anybody. Oh, I love how this match started. They they're singing along to mm -hmm. to Deppin's theme and Leo Rush is like he minds like nah this is whack and then so mm -hmm. Tony Deppin gets on the mic and says, like, this ain't karaoke, bro. Like, don't be nope. singing my song when it's playing. Like, let me come out, and I don't want to hear y'all. Tony Deppin's always going to get the moment to yeah. heal it up. I love that. And the best part about it is he always gets his comeuppance, though. Like, he never talks shit about anybody and doesn't pay for it. Like, anytime he talks shit, he's going to pay for it. That's how great of a wrestler he is. Yeah, and it, it, it funny, too, because he has, like, the most sing-alongable fucking theme. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I love the um, story of that. He said that he wanted to pick the most annoying song that he could pick, but now everyone loves it. People embrace yeah. it every yeah. time. Yeah, well, like, how, how, how are you going to hear that and not sing along? Come on mm -hmm. now. Especially just the, the yeah. opening little, we built this city. It just hits every time. The guys yeah. are never going to fail. In, uh, like an indie, in indie wrestling crowds who, like, mm -hmm. you know, they they thirst for audience participation moments. Oh, they yeah. will make, they'll, they'll sing along to, or make a chant out of anything. Mm -hmm. So honestly, the know, biggest hill movie a... can have an in independent wrestling is coming out to no music. <laughs> yeah. No music. Or like, you'd have to pick something like agree. It has to be bad, 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 bad. but like, it feels like they turn anything like indie wrestling fans will turn anything into some shit. Someone might have done this, and if they have, like, you know, sorry, fuck me for getting it wrong, I guess, but, like, I challenge somebody to come out to, like, some Yoko Ono. <laughs> something, something like that. Yeah. That's the only way. It'd have to be something, like, really far out where people are just like, oh, no, I fucking hate this shit. 
Yeah, like the kind of music. Uh, have you ever heard like the technique that they use for flushing hostages or like flushing people out of buildings, where they'll just like blare horrible music and shit? Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like whatever music qualifies for that. Mm-hmm. I want somebody to try that. Use that. Use music. that. Come on, Wrestling Hills. Let's see if you can do it. Can yeah. you pull this off? Can you get people to hate your damn song? Yeah, uh, yeah. I want somebody to have a theme so bad that like they just the the minute it hit, the minute the song and it's not because they know they're coming, but be, just mm. because the song is that bad. The song is so bad that they're just like, I yeah. hate this person for having this shitty song. Yeah, I also don't want that though, then because then we have to hear the song. Do you think Nickelback could do it? Mm, no, I feel like people will get behind that man. They'll start remembering the the old raw theme, and then they're just like, you know what? Maybe Nickelback wasn't so bad. You know how people are, Mike. True. <laughs> this is true it can turn that fast though that fucking fast my god we keep we're fuck we're horrible for getting off the rails um <laughs> i feel bad back to the match leo yeah, rush and yeah, tony Deffen was yeah amazing. <laughs> uh and like I, one of my mat my my number one a few weeks ago was and it's funny because it was before we picked the format but i mm-hmm. i had kind of like saved it for last because it was the one i wanted for number it's it's weird you know, the top five was like almost existing before it existed. Mm-hmm. But uh, I didn't talk much about Leo Rush uh, when I talked about oh, Leo Rush right. versus Dustin Waller. Mm-hmm. And, you know, part of that is because I knew I saw this match as one of the opening, bra- you know, opening ground matches. And I was like, it's it's going to end up. That. I'm going to mm-hmm. end up talking about it. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's going to end up there for me just on like, you know, this basis alone. Right. So uh, so I knew I'd be talking about Leo Rush in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and how can you not talk about Leo Rush? He's mm. one of the most innovative dudes you can be watching in wrestling. Mm. He's uh, he's taken something that would probably you know is completely out of control in his size and just yeah. found a way to manufacture like a personalized style of wrestling that like nobody does what Leo Rush does. Leo Rush is bigger than life when like yeah. he knew he invested he knew when he left the WWE where he wanted to go and he continuously invested in his character even when he was going through injuries and all this personal shit he was continuously investing in his character and it's totally play- paid off because every show that he features on he feels larger than life mm-hmm. and that's kind of what 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 was happening here is like his from his entrance to the way that he worked, he bulked up. Like he looks like that's the the thing that kind of is crazy about Leo Rush's return is like he's bulked up. He looks great, but he still does the shit that he was doing when he was smaller. He's still just as fast. He still can't catch his ass when he no, turns on the, when he turns on the, the go. And I'm gonna go. Only he he allows you to catch him so he can get you. But if you didn't if he didn't want you to catch him, you would not catch him. The run that he's been on throughout returning to wrestling from wrestle kingdom to the stuff he's been doing in wrestling open he's had two really amazing wrestling open matches that um are just tremendous he's been working um a lot of places and he's been on a run like no other i'm so happy for him because he's been through a lot of shit so for you know for him to combat all that and then to come back doing this and to do what he did here in this match with Tony Deppin, the fucking finish of the 
this um this move that he did he's he you saw him do a really crazy one against Kylon in, in the in the wrestling open match this reverse inverted it's, I like to call it the tomb driver I, uh the old Owen Hart special but he's like reversed into it it's like this is you know what I you know what I called it I called it the Michinoku destroyer Mm-hmm. The Michinoku Destroyer. There you go. It's just a it's reverse. Like, it's essentially a reverse Canadian was, Destroyer. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So to, so if, like for context, the finish. Tony Deppin had Leo Rush in a tombstone position, mm-hmm. and Rush like he grabbed the cor- grabbed the ropes in the corner and walked himself. So he was just like he had Deppin in a head scissors basically and swung himself mm-hmm. facing towards the middle, and they like both flipped and it was yeah it was a mm-hmm. it was basically a canadian it was um it's an inverted canadian yeah. destroyer essentially yeah yeah it was mm-hmm. a yeah it was fucking mm-hmm. crazy i don't know how yeah. that didn't make a gift of the like yeah no it's it, that's how that's how great great uh the world is that so many gifts happen yeah that fucking inverted canadian destroyer into the big frog splash leo rush got the victory in a match but what i was saying earlier <clears throat> earlier about this show and the styles these guys mesh so well they were it, mm-hmm. it, i saw it in a in a couple matches where um the counters there were new counters to spots we've seen a lot of times mm-hmm. which means they put a lot of focus on just like making sure that if they if they've wrestled before it's not the same match and so this was on display here throughout a lot because a lot of these matches we've seen before. That's one thing that uh that I've noticed with everybody kind of ramping their thing and a lot of promotions using the same wrestlers. We're starting to see rivalries. We're starting to see feuds. Mm-hmm. We're starting to see these things throughout different promotions. So we could see a, 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 a two wrestlers could have matches together for three or four or five weeks in different promotions and become like, you know, um, married as they say to this great match that they can kind of take around the the country to 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 put on display. And yeah. so this is kind of this kind of felt like that. These two guys are like at the top of their game, Leo Rush, Tony Deppin, and they were countering each other and they were bringing their best shit and hitting everything. I love this match, man. I gave this match uh, a three seven five three and three quarters on the uh matchup with the weed pre-roll Thanks. pre-roll scale <laughs> <laughs> the pre-roll scale mm-hmm. uh yeah it 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 circles back to the theme we were kind of discussing earlier of a blending of two styles and you have like the shit bird dirty heel tactics of tony <laughs> Deppin. shit bird <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and, you know and and then like you know outside of that you know a more like traditional wrestling style out of him mm-hmm. as well and then leo rush the way he uses his quickness and his size as like a means to counter and outpace his opponent and you know, every time Tony, you know, they did go for a break and Tony would go to throw a strike and Leo Rush would find a way to like duck it or mm-hmm. you know, but not just duck it, but like zip all the way around behind him mm-hmm. in one little sweeping motion. It's yeah, they they did the damn thing and Leo yeah. Rush won and moved on in the tournament. 
really good match. Really, okay. really. I, uh, I gave this one a whole four pre rolls. Actually, mm, yes. Mm-hmm. I uh, yeah, I gave it the I gave it the whole four. Uh, and no Tony Depp and bias in there for me at all. Uh, yeah, Ben was. <laughs> no, no, for real, for real, it was, it was an amazing match. I'm, totally, yeah. I've, uh, you know, like it's going to be hard to not watch. Like if I go, like when I go to, re- I'm going to watch this tournament again, mm-hmm. and like I know that I might skip a match, but it's like I don't know if I can. Like, right, it's hard to find a match on here that's like, oh, don't skip this. Like, mm-hmm. or, or I should say, it's hard to find a match on here where it's like, oh, I guess I could skip this on the replay again. You know, it's mm-hmm. like they feel like they're all. They're so unique. They're so replayable. There's crazy shit happening in all of them. I watch them a lot for the. I watch them a lot, like for my own note taking in the week. I've watched them like three, uh, like at least two or three times each. Mm-hmm. And I'm still catching shit, like right. on the third replay of stuff. I'm like, how did I not see this the first time it happened? Yeah, no this this whole show felt really important, man. Like mm-hmm. there there used to be. Um, Independent wrestling tournaments are kind of a they're they're a long term thing, and if it, it, it hasn't felt like one like this with this with the amount of talent in it and how it's string everything about it just felt like big and all the wrestling was great and all the wrestlers came through so yeah. this is awesome man it's not it's not an, a hard watch at all like I understand why you've watched it mm-hmm. why you can continue to watch it because everybody really brought it. Speaking of wrestling tournaments, uh, GCW Plan Podcast asks, how would you guys compare J-Cup to Bola? Mm. Uh, Apples and oranges, honestly. Like, they both hold significant importance to their region and Mm -hmm. independent wrestling as a whole. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, it's two different things. You know, it's... They're tournaments. You know, they both feature a crazy amount of talent, but... This was, you know, we saw a lot of uh, American-based wrestlers in this one. You know, Bola is more like uh, an international all-star show kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Like there's... Like this one, the J-Cup feels more in line to what what they're already doing over there at JCW Mm -hmm. and GCW. Like it's the PWG, like you said, is an all-star game for like the Mm -hmm. best in the the country. Like the J-Cup was essentially used to get over jersey championship wrestling wrestlers at the end of the day you know what i mean like yeah like, the eventual winner is like here all the time like this is it, this yeah different. if you look at like the past iterations of it the tournament even like even though it was completely different ownership and more than one promotion that ended up like putting the tournament on over mm-hmm. the years it you know it still predominantly featured like mainly northeast based wrestlers yep if not like you know at least american based the mm-hmm. odd canadian you know and now the odd canadian you know speedball mm-hmm. mike bailey's in here we're gonna get to him yep. um yeah actually you know what we're gonna get to him now because we're talking about my number two mm-hmm. uh my number two match is the finals match it's like i ha- it's more like a 1b like i or 1a yeah. i don't know it's I could go back and forth with this in my mm-hmm. in my number one, but uh, Jordan Oliver versus Speedball Mike Bailey in the finals of the tournament. Uh, what a fucking insane match! Congratulations to the JCW champion mm-hmm. and the winner of the Jersey J Cup. Well deserved. The East Coast A's Big Breakfast. Jordan Oliver uh, makes a lot of sense. 
absolutely makes a lot of sense. And it mm-hmm. was an incredible series of matches he had to get to the finals. Mm-hmm. He fought through an opening round with Alex Shelley. Yep. Which already, hey, you like you're Alex starting Shelley. off with Alex Shelley. That's great. yeah, you started off your day beating Alex Shelley, which is mm-hmm. already holy fuck. Uh, then Charles Mason, who, you know, this is just nice to see Charles Mason lose a match. Everybody wants to see him lose, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, third round, he had Joey Janela. Mm-hmm. I, again, History like, there. There's a lot going on, like a lot of like Joey has watched Jordan grow up. Mm-hmm. There's like so much behind that. That was a lore match. Also, mm-hmm. as much as it kind of, you know, it was like a, you know, kind of like, uh, a a brass ring grasping moment sort of yeah. for Jordan to yep. uh, get the win over Joey and then mm-hmm. speedball Mike Bailey in the finals and like speedball had speedball had Jonathan Gresham in the first round commander in the second round mm-hmm. Blake Christian in the third round Blake Christian Crazy. and Gr- Blake Christian and Mike Bailey like January or February or February ish last year, sometime they wrestled in LA at one mm-hmm. of the GCW LA shows. And I, I've watched that match several times since mm-hmm. then. I love that one. And like got to see them run that one back in the Jersey J cup. But yeah, Jordan Oliver, like he is the, like just watching his trajectory over the last couple of years in particular has been Mm -hmm. phenomenal Mm -hmm. and uh for me something that really sticks out is in december 2021 he had a uh a no rope barbed wire match with atticus kogar Mm -hmm. in uh at a gcw show in la and that one for me i was like that's a main event like they have jordan oliver in the main event in la in this crazy stipulation match against someone who at the time I also thought was actually going to have a pretty prominent place in GCW, but that wow. turned out fucking crazy. Have, wrong. Things have changed. Yeah. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. But Hey, you know, like I was right on one out of two, so that doesn't feel too yeah. bad. Yeah. But like, it felt like, you know, there I was like, all right, I feel like as 2023 progresses, we're going to see Jordan Oliver get, or 2022 progresses. Sorry. I was like, I feel like we're going to see Jordan Oliver start getting, a lot of these bigger matches and mm-hmm. moments and mm-hmm. like meaning like victories over like meaningful like opponents. Mm-hmm. Not that like every, you know, like a vic- you know, victories are meaningful, you know, all your matches are meaningful, but I, I um, over these very particularly not- noteworthy names as yep. the year 2022 goes We'd on. We'd have to look up his uh, uh, win-loss record, but he didn't lose a lot of singles matches in GCW. Like, he was one of the most win- winningest guys out there, for sure. Like, they made mm-hmm. a special emphasis on Jordan Oliver. This whole yeah. thing kind of reminded me, it was like uh, uh, along the same lines of how Titus has been built up over here in West Coast Pro. Yeah. Like, um, Titus got the big uh, West Coast Cup win and the whole time like if you go back and like really put an emphasis on watching what titus was going to be and where he landed that's exactly how jordan oliver was if you go back and watch from when you said and everything that jordan did throughout the year and he's been big he's been being built up to this big moment that he got here 
that's what kind of made the tournament. It, it like the tournament was amazing, but for the way that it ended, it was perfect. I think like they picked mm-hmm. the right winner for this. The guy that's been built for this. The guy that's been at every show, no matter what, going hard. One of the MVPs of this and GCW. Like this was well deserved right here. And to be able to have that this these different matches in this tournament, and to be able to end it with who many consider the best independent wrestler going today is like the perfect storm of, of what you want from a tournament. Yeah. It, it was such a great way to cap off everything. It was like a perfect, you know, it was like a coronation kind of moment almost yeah. where we're, we're seeing this is the, uh, you know, it, it feels like this, you know, this is our ace, you know, mm-hmm. kind of, kind of, kind of vibe with it. It's um, going to be interesting. Although too, like there's forward, a like, lot of aces that are in and out of GCW. Like, yeah, but, that's a, I, I'm I'm interested to see going, the East Coast Ace, so. going forward how they like are they going to tie in the championship with GCW? Is it going to be like you're the man over here now you're one of number one contender over here? Like it's going to be super great, and it's going to be great to see Jordan Oliver as the, the the number one person in the company being able to main event as the champion mm-hmm. and seeing what he's going to do. This is great, and yeah, and the other thing too is like GCW a lot. You know, at, as much as they are the like kind of like the you know the the black and gold nxt mm-hmm. almost of you know of you know gcw i guess yeah uh, it's if you see some of the names that come through jcw still mm-hmm. like they don't it's not just all like you know it's not just all young wrestlers that are mm-hmm. you know that they're trying to make you know more familiar names with it's you know it is but it's also kind of that almost like that west coast pro mentality yeah. like booking totally. style really where it's like you have these young hungry talented up-and-comers that are you know starting to get some traction and a name behind themselves mm-hmm. and we're bringing in all these ridiculous names and they're having these fucking crazy matches with yeah them. That's what's great um, that 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 they have like the partnership with GCW is because GCW gives you the big dream match main event style shit and then JCW also will give you that but they put an emphasis on the younger people the people that are next up against the people that are already up there it's great it's a great partnership perfect example of it actually uh, the Great American Birthday Bash uh, mm-hmm. Cole Radrick versus Kanosuke Takeshita yes. Perfect. That match yeah. banged. That match was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Not to mention that, like, that led to Takeshi using one of Cole Radrick's moves, Lil right. Sebastian's Curse. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what he calls it or if he, uh, I, you know, but still, it's like that. Mm-hmm. Where else are you going to find that app? Yeah, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, no, the, for a finals match, this was perfect. It had all the like drama, desperation, mm-hmm. hope and then eventual elation from the crowd that you would want from a tournament final. Uh, both wrestlers fought insane fields to get through to the finals of the tournament. Both of them came in with, uh, you know, Jordan was, uh, you know, he had an arm injury from early on in the tournament that just progressively got worse. Same with speedball and the leg. And, you know, as, as the match goes on, they're both just trying to survive and outlast their opponent and, eke out the victory and then we finally you know we got the the crowning moment for jordan oliver at the end of it uh insane local almost 
almost hometown. He's from New yeah. York. They're in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It's ba- it's basically the same state, mm-hmm. uh, or so I've heard. Uh, you know, Jordan gets the big victory in what you know it, it kind of you know takes the crown for jcw he's their champion he wins the jersey j cup everyone's going nuts you get goosebumps down your arms it's a feel-good happy moment i give it four out of five pre-rolls mm-hmm. or sorry yeah. 4.5 out of five ah i i had it written down here and i kind of 4.5 out of five of pre-rolls yeah really good match yeah. really great moment shout out to jordan oliver i'm sure he's going to be a great jcw champion it's going to be great for the future my number two match of the week featured joey janela also against somebody that i've seen come up as a young boy Starboy charlie um i wanted to talk about this match one because it's a really great match and two because i wanted to talk about the rise of starboy charlie and how cool this is to see him in this tournament imagine going to west coast pro shows for years and seeing a young 15 16 year old kid make his way up the ranks uh, starting in the first matches of the show as the young guy just trying to get his way through to becoming one of the premier wrestlers in west coast pro becoming one of the best representations of what the future of what everything West Coast Pros represents. So to see him here in this big giant tournament, one of the best tournaments that we've had in a long time, everybody's stepping up their shit, trying to be the number one person to see him here in a big spot against Joey Janela. And then to see what happened in the match is just amazing. I love seeing the transition of any wrestler from beginning to where they are and he's still so young a young guy uh not even close to his prime these young wrestlers are just like it's crazy we talk about it all the time uh star boy billy leon nick like all these people are just amazing but this match man 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 joey janela when he gets into this joey janela is tremendous everything that he's done post aew he's up to stock He's went to Japan and gotten better. He is one of the premier independent wrestlers. When he gets into his bully, Joey Janela, I'm badass mode, which he was here mm-hmm. in this match, there's not a lot of independent wrestlers that are better than him. They got into a chop, back and forth chop fest, and boy, mm-hmm. oh boy. I've never seen Joey Janela chop anyone this hard. I don't know if it was just because it's Charlie and he's Charlie or what the hell it is. But when Charlie dropped the straps and Joey got those big kibashi style fucking smashing your chest in chops and Charlie's bumping off of them and trying to get them back and Joey's just feeding them, feeding them, feeding them. It's just woo. Joey turned into Walter for like he seriously did. He seriously <laughs> he just, turned he, into Walter. He manifested Walter. Right, right. At one point, Charlie's just like, all right, enough already, dude. I don't want my chest chopped in anymore. This hurts. But yeah, Joey Janela was in this bully mode. But Charlie, the reason that he is where he is now is because his charisma, his heart. You want to get behind this kid when he is going in. And when he started going in on Janela and fighting back and not let his chest being chopped, you know, really firing back off at Joey with forearms and all of his signature shit, it really turned into something. The way that Joey Janela 
this there was no doors, huh? Wow, Joey Janela match with no doors. That's really yeah. that's really something right there. I don't know. I don't know the last time I saw a Joey Janela match with outdoors. It was crazy. It's yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a weird one for the bingo. That's a that, like that's a that's a rare one for the bingo card, is yeah. Joey Janela yeah. with outdoors. Um this was awesome, man. This was uh the the fighting from behind shit that we love from Charlie, the mm-hmm. Can he defeat this big Goliath? Joey Janela wants to show that Joey Janela is coming to win this tournament. He's not like, this isn't like, I'm just here. I'm happy. Like this is connected to him. He's connected to GCW. He's connected to JCW. He's connected to all this going on. And he wants to be the, he wants to be the, the, the J cup winner of 2023. He wants those accolades. He wants to carry around that cup. He wants that belt more than anything. Like you don't like he's, he's here to win this match. And so, I really just love this match a lot. That's why I had it as my number two match. Charlie um, took a beating. Joey Janela lariated him in his face at one point. Just <laughs> destroyed. Fucking killed him. Just destroyed oh, uh, Starboy. One point, Joey Janela got uh, Starboy up in the gory special. Starboy reverses the gory special into a La Mystica. That's just like beautiful beautiful work but the most disgusting vile crazy spot of this match they're both on the apron joy janela hits starboy charlie with one of the nastiest package pile drivers you will ever see charlie's neck like i don't know how he survived the match but it was dangerous and nasty and awesome and cool and we love to see it that and that was the end of the match like you could have counted to 100 after that on apron package pile driver. Joey Janela got the victory. Char- Starboy Charlie showed everybody why he should be in this tournament. This is in a tournament, you want a match like this to kind of cement everything that's happening and to all the different styles of the match, uh, all the different styles of matches throughout the tournament. This one really complimented everything. I thought it was great. I thought both guys were great on both sides i gave this one four pre-rolls awesome match yeah and the thing about it is too i can very easily see this being a match that they come back to down the road and charlie gets a very well like a well-fought victory over joey janela exactly you know what joey janela is definitely like that that's a that's climbing a rung on a ladder almost, you know, it is. if you're, if you're in G- GCW or JCW, you can get mm-hmm. a win over Janelle. Look what a different story wreck. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's not like that's, it's not like a, he like, doesn't lose a lot of matches. Like, no, it's not like a, no, like it's not like a, you know, expression or anything. Like actually, you know, like that, it does something. Yeah. It says, you know, it says something. Totally. Um. Yeah. Crazy match. match. I loved it. Joey Janela for world champion in GCW. Yeah, we've been we've been campaigning, we're camp- we're campaigning hard time. here. Bring it's it a, back, bro. Like it's, an, ag- it's like, an agenda. <laughs> I know Nick Gage got some, some a couple of uh, matches coming up. He has one with Speedball coming up and all these different world title matches. But the next GCW world champion Joey needs Janela. to be Joey Janela. Yeah, Joey it's Janela. actually funny you mentioned. You know, we'll talk about it later because it's in the preview for mm-hmm. this weekend anyway. But. uh Let's get to our number one. Yes. We just mentioned his name again. Speedball Mike Bailey. He was your number one and number two. He was in my number one and number two. <laughs> and I didn't mean to do it. I didn't even realize I did it until you just pointed it out now. I was just like, uh, 
<laughs> and it, mind you, um, as my number two, I'm you know kind of made it a point to not talk much about him yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Wanted, I was more about I wanted, I wanted to give that all to Jordan because mm-hmm. this tournament, a big moment. Know, this tournament was yeah, it was Jordan's tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, but like this match, this main and, event of session one, dude. And it's something you mentioned earlier about how something we see a lot because of the talent pool that's available for all these independent shows is we're starting to see guys have repeat matches against each other mm-hmm. and build up like these rivalries or these feuds or even just this like familiarity in the ring where every match yeah. just gets that added layer of extra shit on top of it mm-hmm. and it just gets better and better and better it's almost like you know it, it's like a better version of wrestling a guy 20 times in a month on a house show loop yeah <laughs> you gotta do me like this mike come on <laughs> but, but yeah no, but but no yeah 20 times in a month is that i don't know like this was a good match but like if i had you know if i want if know, i saw it 20 more times i'd be like all right you guys like yeah. let's fight somebody else <laughs> yeah but this is uh the sixth time that mike bailey and john gresham have mixed it up and it's very apparent, like from yeah. the start of the match, they literally open the match with this chain of like lightning fast counters. It's so fast, right? And yeah, that's and again, but it wasn't just like that's that was what got me about this match is the pace is because mm-hmm. there was a bunch of pockets in the match where they were going 100%. I'm talking about both of them trying their hardest to knock this other guy out. And it's like, how are you guys keeping this pace, man? Oh, my God. Insane. Insane pace. But then, like, both the guys, you're like, okay, yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah. But then, like, there's something that I, you know, that kind of spaced it out was this. uh, They kept going. They they went back to this ankle lock on the outside a Mm -hmm. couple times. And it's like, it was still this really intense moment in the match. But it was not like, it wasn't the fast-paced, you know, chain wrestling or right. you know athletic athletic shit it was john gresham was trying to snap mike bailey's fucking foot yeah they right did off of his body. In, in the match because at the at, later in the match gresham locks him in a figure four and like that mm-hmm. is like a like the way yeah. that they sold that for a couple minutes like it's masterful storytelling oh there's that word i can't believe i just and said they, that out loud wow and, <laughs> and this and you know this you know, this, this is, I mentioned talking about the Jordan Oliver and Mike Bailey match that, Mm -hmm. you know, in the finals, they're both coming in carrying these injuries from early in the tournament, Mike Bailey still, you know, come in the finals. He's, you know, this is, this established the leg injury that Mm -hmm. he's carried through the entire tournament. And, you know, this John Gresham doing what he did to Mike Bailey's phone on the outside, you know, kind of almost established the, the tactic that Bailey's opponents were going to kind of take on through the tournament of going after that injured leg. And it's, Mm -hmm. you know, like his story of the tournament of like battling through the adversity of this leg injury started with that. Yeah. We have to um, talk to someone on this show very soon who has been inside of a match with Mike Bailey because these kicks, Mike, they like, I need to know, I have to, 
hear what they feel like to be on the receiving end of having your chest, your stomach, your head, all these things caved in by Speed Mall Mike Bailey, which looks like some brutal strikes. There's a lot of back and forth in this match with Gresham hitting elbow, Speedball comes back with the kick, and they just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and they look so fucking brutal. Speedball's kicks are just, like, destroying John Gresham, what it looks like. And so this meant a good point of this match, just trying to knock each other out, which mm-hmm. was awesome. But then there was also a bunch of really slick counters. Both guys busted out all of the shit in their arsenal to try to take down the other guy. The fucking forearms that Gresham would hit Bailey with as he's like sitting up or barely getting up or on his way down were insane. The one spot in the match where Gresham gets speedball to the outside, hits the tope, throws him back in, but then speedball immediately ver- reverses Gresham back out and hits the outside. He moons out like all in one crazy motion is just like, this yeah. is professional wrestling at its fucking finest, man. I, I love like I mentioned the ankle lock on the outside earlier, but uh, the the desperation from Bailey to get out of it, where he's mm-hmm. like holding onto the apron and at one foot hopping while Gresham's mm-hmm. just behind him, like you know, kind of like almost like dog walking him with this ankle lock around the right. ring. But then Bailey climbed up onto the apron and tried to get back in, and Gresham gets up on the apron and is just mm-hmm. doing it on the apron. And eventually lets it go, gets in the ring, and then slingshots Bailey. Like, yeah, that slingshot, right? And catches yeah, yeah. the foot out of midair yeah, and just yeah. fucking holds on. I, mm-hmm. uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna watch it again sometime. This yeah, week. this match was, uh, like, it's crazy that this was the first round because they that could have been like the last match of the whole show. They this... really brought everything together. Jonathan Gresham is, it's been said a million times legit one of the best wrestlers in the whole world it was on display here i'm sad we haven't gotten that brian danielson match because Mm -hmm. if this like um, brian danielson on the other side of what's going on here jonathan gresham is 100 who he wants to be a bad motherfucker man but speedball mike bailey he just can't be you know can't be beat man yeah it's it's two it's two wrestlers who are in the best in the world caliber Mm-hmm. Uh, and they spent an entire match just explaining to everyone with their work why yeah. they considered that. Mm-hmm. And like it, it's you, you watch it and you just go, oh, these guys are fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. This match is fucking awesome. I love professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. I gave it five out of five pre-rolls. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, I think this is probably right up there behind. Right. It, it's I. For me, so far this year, this is like right behind Kenneth and William from January mm. 4th. Wow, high praise! It's like this is, I, it's a great match. I think this is right behind that for me so far this year. I, mm-hmm. I can't think of anything I've seen recently where I'm like, especially like an independent wrestling match. Like this it, is, this well, is crazy for me. Like for me, okay. So for me personally, because I watch so much independent wrestling, like I, ha- I can't, I can't base like who you know when it's like you, you get you start getting to like the you know the wrestler of the year talk and all that mm-hmm. shit you know what i mean it's like so many people are like oh yeah there's they're a good promo and they're a good draw and it's like i for the amount of independent wrestling i watch it's like i'm not like i'm not out here expecting 
like i don't i don't mind a good promo when it happens yeah. but like i'm not looking for anything for that yeah i'm I get not you. I'm not even going to hear one from 75% of the people that I'm enjoying watching. Like, Honestly, it's, just, it's yeah. not their thing. It's not something they do mm -hmm. on, at least on like on the indie shows. It's only doing. the people that like really do it and really put an emphasis on it that yeah. like we see their promos even, you know? Yeah. So for me, it's like when I think about, you know, like wrestler of the year, match of the year kind of stuff like that, it's like, I have to kind of take all those things that would, you know, you would probably want to apply to like someone on TV Mm -hmm. And I just have to throw them like out the window. Like they're not, they're, they're non criteria for me. Right. It's like everything. I, it's literally what I see in the ring is like mm -hmm. my, that's my, that's it. It's my criteria. And it's like, I, I, it's not a great way probably to look at it, but it's the only objective way that I can look at, you know, like John Moxley and Jordan Oliver and be like, both of these guys are fucking excellent at what they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like, like that's the only way to put them on the same plane is like, yeah. And like, yeah. Disclaimer, I'm not saying John Mox, yeah, you know, yeah, Jordan yeah, Oliver yeah. and John right. Mox, like, but mm -hmm. like, I have to, it's the only That's the way, way that you put them on even ground instead of just like, this yeah. guy's on TV and makes blah, blah, blah. And this guy's over here. That, that the only way to separate that yeah. is kind of otherwise it's here. like, it's apples and oranges. Otherwise, you know what I mean? Right. Like I have, and like, if I'm looking at it, I have to find, you know, at least like, okay, so I have to just talk about fruit now. I can't. Yeah, I it's kind of like how the uh yeah. the, how PWI 500 is scored. Like, yeah. Kevin told me he was like, if we go if we went by like real criteria, then Brian Danielson would just be number one every year. If we just went by like the best wrestler, so there has to be like all these extracurriculars yeah. that help other people. Yeah, and that makes sense. Yeah, you know. But so yeah, for me, I just said match. You know, matches. What do I <laughs> what, what do I see? What do I what do I see in the ring? Mm -hmm. And you know, there's. A lot of people who there's so there's so many more people who do great things in the ring that like never touch a microphone. Yes, exactly. And that's OK. And I think they yeah. can should continue to and hope that the future of wrestling is that those guys can still be world champion or those people it doesn't have to be guys could be anybody. Those people can still be world champion in the future, even if they can't talk on the mic. Oh, stupid ass shit. I gave this one four and a half uh, pre-rolls. Great match intensity strikes counters submissions all everything you could want from a, a, a high profile independent wrestling match jonathan gresham and speedball mike bailey are two incredibly talented wrestlers can't find a lot of guys better than these like mike said this is the sixth time that they wrestled each other and it shows in a good way like it's like damn like the counters to the counters to the counters is like beautiful striking was on point the commentary was great shout out to dave praise that he just called the whole show calls all the shows he's an incredibly yeah. talented uh wrestling commentator hall of famer veda scott on there too gets veda to, scott uh, tremendous mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> it's got it's got to be weird watching like your spouse mm -hmm. you know what i mean like because like for uh, you know all the good stuff that happens it's like yeah and then like you, you know it's like you what happens the one time that somebody like you know fucks up something? Yeah, like, and it looks terrible, and you're like, mm -hmm. oh no! But you gotta be like, oh, you gotta be like, oh yeah, it's people like Bailey, the wrestler. Still, I'm mm -hmm. definitely not worried about you know the fact that he, he just got dropped on his head. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Knock yeah. on wood. Now we never have to deal with that. Yeah. You're such a professional, Veda. Goddamn. Yeah, she's great, and he's great. Yeah. Everybody's great. This match was incredible. 
first the the first match to get the distinction of being the uh the dual number one for both yeah. of our lists and first match makes sense i'm not shocked yeah um, watch this match watch this show um i'm sure this is going to continue earlier the question asked about uh the super j or the j cup and the bola it really all comes down to fucking streaming ebola was streamed live and we didn't have to wait a year to walk, watch it it'd probably be higher up on people's mm-hmm. list it's dropped a little bit because stream like wrestling doesn't move like it used to when it was the hottest uh per, the hottest independent wrestling tournament now it's like there's a four or five in the year that are hot so yeah. it's uh it and in the end it's just all about wrestlers getting what they deserved and and having good matches and dope places so we're speaking winning speaking of crazy shit that you can watch mm-hmm Let's get to, uh, well, actually, you know what? Speaking of crazy shit that you can watch, he, he wasn't in any of our matches of the week. Oh, my gift of the week. I forgot. I can't. Reg has my, a gift of the week this week, too. He just My gift of the week wasn't a part of this show. That's why we almost forgot about it. But if you know me, if you know anything about me, uh, my gift of the week, you probably, if you've been on the internet, you know what my gift of the week is. Anytime Vikingo is in any place, He's probably going to be my gift of the week. I'm probably going to have to make it a conscious effort to not watch any of his clips because I'm just going to be like that one. Like there was five clips that he did over the weekend that could have been it. Uh, but this one is just like so absurd. It's, it's one I haven't seen him do before that I was like, I have to put this in there. So gift of the week is Vikingo versus is Gringo Loco in there, of course, as always. Um, and yeah, I'll just let the clip speak for itself. He cartwheeled on the top rope. He Reg. cartwheeled on the top rope, Mike. He, he did a cartwheel, on the top rope, Reg. a full ass cartwheel on the top rope. What? After he springboard from the second to the top rope, cartwheel into Super Hurricane Rana. He cartwheeled on the top rope. How how could I have anybody else? How could I have any other clip? This fool did a cartwheel on the top rope just because he can. Generational talent, unreal. Nobody does it like this guy. He elicits emotions out of me that I haven't felt in a long time. What an independent professional wrestler. I hope that he is on TV one time to do that crazy shit. So yeah. he wrestled Gringo Loco three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And this is already like new shit. Same guys. Um, <sighs> speaking of Gringo Loco, Beautiful. by the way. Another another smooth transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, tonight on IWTV, uh, I get to promote a fantastic Canadian promotion. Yes. Uh, it's called Demand Lucha. They're based out of Toronto, Ontario. Uh, they have a show on IWTV tonight. Might actually be happening right now. I'm mm-hmm. not 100% I sure. I would think so. It's 6 p.m. Yeah, it, it's 9.20 in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, six in my time. That's it. That's all. <laughs> yep. Yep. Six PM only where you are, Reg. <laughs> Still got a whole bunch of day left. I know. Yeah. It, I mm-hmm. think it might be on right now. Um mm-hmm. but it's on IWTV. Either way, watch the replay. 
you have Joey Janela taking on Gringo Loco for the premier championship in uh, Demand Lucha. There's also Space Monkey versus Marcus Mathers, Sam Adonis versus Jack Evans. Mm. That's just going to be crazy. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Lloyd versus Jody Threat. Uh, Manders mm. is having like a lucha death match with Arrow Boy. Mm. Yeah, Demand awesome. Lucha is super. Demand Lucha is a super interesting promotion. A lot of crazy shit happening there, and uh, definitely one of the ones in Canada that's starting to uh, make a bit like a, a bigger splash and seeing some prominent names from like you know the American scene coming up mm. here. So, like Gringo Loco has been the champion here for. Fuck, as far back as I can remember. Mm. It's not very long. I smoke too much weed. But yeah. So that's on tonight. Uh, wrestling opens on tonight. We've got some awesome shit coming up this weekend on IWTV. Uh, Prestige has a show, Reality Unfolds, Sweet. on Friday night. Yes. Uh, you've got Alex Shelley versus Sonico for the Prestige Championship. Mm. I really hope this is Sonico's coronation moment. I hope so too. Uh, mm-hmm. that'd be, that would be dope. Uh, the show is being main evented not by the Prestige Championship match because they have a no rope, no canvas barbed wire death match between Drexel and Akira. Wow. Uh, That's going to be These guys have had a. If you follow Prestige, you know that these guys have wanted to just do progressively more horrific things to each other uh, every time they cross paths. And it, yeah, it all culminates in like. It doesn't get much more brutal than a no canvas barbed wire death match. It's right. like what what more do you do at that point besides fight in the street with swords? Exactly. Like fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so we got that on uh, Matt Tremont's Angels of Death tournament. There's a whole bunch of shit. Subscribe to IWTV. Check the calendar. Find out everything that's on there. Fight TV has some crazy stuff happening too. Uh, AIW again. Ooh. They they run like pretty often constantly yeah uh, saturday there's also a double shot uh 4 p.m and 8 p.m eastern of black label pro oh sweet yeah they have love stinks and at 4 p.m and mm. all my friends are enemies at eight mm. uh the 4 p.m show you've got josh bishop and dom garini for the midwest championship that's a fight yeah, Kevin Blackwood versus Trisha Dora. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, like that. Joey Janela versus the Nature Boy Paul Lee. Mm-hmm. The evening show, Calvin Tankman versus Manders. Mm, a brawl. Uh, it's uh, yeah, great. Yeah, definitely check out Black Label Pro. They're always we've talked about them before. They're they're great. They put a, yeah. put together very long cards. They give you your, yeah, your money all- worth. <laughs> You like two shows in one day, Black Label Pro. Two yeah. shows in one day, and at minimum you're gonna get like twenty matches. So like, yeah, probably watch it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a very worthwhile afternoon, and then later again, evening of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, always a good. I, I love watching Black Label Pro. They have some fun stuff happening. They do. Um, again, another place that it's a it's a total variety bag, like mixed bag mm-hmm. of tricks. Everything you're gonna see there. Totally. Uh, completely different to that uh, on February 18th, Saturday. We've got, uh, if you like your deathmatch wrestling, there's some unsanctioned pro on Fight TV. Mm. Uh, also, though, uh, on Friday that I forgot to mention uh, is GCW 
and v, uh, VXS are teaming up in oh, Vegas. Oh, sweet. Yeah, in Vegas. For, definitely. Uh, Jimmy Lloyd's birthday show. Yeah. Jimmy Lloyd's all grown up. Uh, and it will be Jimmy Lloyd versus Effie in a death match, main mm-hmm. eventing that. Really uh, good card. Mike Bailey versus Miedo Extremo. Mm-hmm. Arez and Commander teaming up Ooh. against Jordan Oliver and Nick Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Crazy card there. Yeah, and then shout out to the FX. Cool. GCW's in LA the night after that. Billy Mack versus Blake Christian. Nick Gage versus Mike Bailey. Uh, I watched. I was watching Mike Bailey stream on Twitch earlier this week, and he's like, "Send me Nick Gage matches. I need to figure out what the hell I'm going to do with Nick Gage." <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Uh, so I can't wait to see that. Uh, I'd, I'm very interested in finding out what Mike Bailey and Nick Gage put together because that's definitely we talk about clash of styles. That's a real, that's about as clashing as you can ever get. I don't know how you can get more like, yeah, like that's the two most opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to imagine how Mike Bailey and Nick Gage are going to this pride. Is this going to be the first time we see Mike Bailey wrestle in shoes? Well, probably not. I don't know. I don't know though. Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, that's gonna be super interesting to see. Is he gonna put on shoes? I might. Well, because like, well, like only under because of the implication of glass. I'm like, yeah, of course. Are we even gonna see glass? Mm. Like, I don't know. It's he said. He said he's like, I'm not doing that. He's like, I'm not. He's like, I'm not letting him pizza cut Derby. <laughs> so right. I don't know. But you know, it's Nick Gage. Mm-hmm. He wants to nobody lets you. them pizza cut it like yeah yeah do it nobody wants them to yeah no <laughs> it's the gauge it's the gauge you're taking you're getting you're getting pizza cutter exactly yeah and then a domino's commercial will play after and it'll be fucking amazing mm-hmm. good life yeah that's our show this week that was uh jersey jacob was crazy and then like looking at last weekend, it's like okay, so we got the Jersey J Cup, and like there's other shows that happened last weekend. Uh, you know, like Kylon King and Leo Rush had a go watch the main event at least for watch it. wrestling open last week. Mm-hmm. Whole show is good, but like if you're like okay, I have time for one match, Leo Rush versus Kylon King from wrestling. Open. The homegirl Jenna would have like, been mad if we didn't say nothing about it. Oh, uh, Jenna, would have, yeah, 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 <laughs> Jenna would have fucking roasted my ass on Twitter. Um, but watch Leo and Kylon from wrestling open. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and then looking at this week, though, I'm like, oh, shit, how am I going to pick which shows to even watch? There's oh, so yeah. many that mm-hmm. last week I was like, I'll probably watch, you know, like a couple of things, but I'm mostly like Saturday, the whole day is Jersey Jacob. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this weekend, it's like I have to. I have to make tough decisions, on- tough decisions. It, it, like it's great, you know, like I want to watch this Jimmy Lloyd show. But mm-hmm. I also want to watch the Proceed show, and I'm already like not. Me- and then like Saturday, it's like I want to watch Black Label Pro and GCW, and I want to watch, you know, like the- damn, that's a lot. And I want to watch the Matt Tremont Angels of Death, the you know, it's like women's death match tournament. Mm-hmm. I want to, yeah, I want to see all that shit, all of it. It's a good weekend for wrestling. Yeah, and and all that's- across the board. Yeah, that Angels of Death that that Angels of Death tournament is like go look at the fucking card for that. Shit's mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's gonna be a great weekend. So yeah, get out there, watch your indie wrestling. Go check mm-hmm. if there's tickets available for any of these shows. There's so much insane shit happening. Yeah, if you're like, in the area, uh, th- those every event that we described here has there's gonna be all over the place. So 
definitely look up your local independent wrestling shit and go to a local show because that's how you really support a wrestling company is by giving them a little bit of dollars. Yep. And even if you can't make it out to a show, you still want to support your wrestlers, go check out their social media pages, find their merch links. A lot of them have merch stores. You can, uh, you know, order yourself some, order yourself some shirts, you know, yep. when you live too far away to like, you know, see these people on a regular basis, or you might not even get to see them for a year or two. You can still support them and also rock their merch and tell all your, and when all your friends about ask about them, you can recommend all these cool matches and stuff. Exactly. That you would find out about here on Indeed every mm-hmm. Thursday. And uh, when we're not here, you can find Righteous Reg doing. Uh, I'll be on Grapsity every Saturday in the morning, Fightful YouTube with Bill Lindsay, with Will Washington. That's every Saturday. Never going to miss that. Uh, Thursdays, every other Thursday is Ask Grapsity. That was before this. And uh, here with Mike on Indeed. Yeah keeps it busy on every other thursday two podcasts right? thursday is crazy yeah i like yeah. it possibly yeah. another one i don't know hopefully Ooh. <clears throat> all right new tv show just got announced for thursday yeah true <laughs> true <laughs> i know wait <laughs> and me you'll uh yeah, you'll find me talking about wrestling on Twitter at the handle right below my right below me here. Um, I don't do much outside else outside of that. I work an office job nine to five, so I just spend my free time watching wrestling and talking about mm-hmm. it on the internet. Threads, mm-hmm. it's fucking awesome. Oh, and get the new issue of PWI just dropped today. Mercedes Monet is on the cover, and I have a very special that's piece on, on Saturday too. Fuck. Yeah, that's on Saturday and the WWE. Like, there's a lot going on. Like, I'm going to be at the, the New Japan show, so I'm going to, like, have to come back to everything. But, yeah, there's a lot going on. But, yeah, get that new PWI right now. Just dropped today. Um, I have a piece on Jay Briscoe and my Righteous Wrap-Up. Uh, so, yeah, get that. I'm shook now. There's so much mm-hmm. fucking busy, dude. It's so right. busy. So busy. Oh man. All right. Well, we need it. We need all the time we need to catch up on all this wrestling. So we're going to call it a day here. Thank you very much for spending some time with us this evening. We'll see you next week. There's no ask Rhapsody, So we'll be on a little earlier. Yep. Uh, yeah. Subscribe to select watch. Ask Rhapsody. It's fucking hilarious. Have a good <laughs> night. See you next week, everybody. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.